Well, hello. We're back. Wow. And and we're back. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Sorry about last week, guys. Um, We took some time off because I was away. Bailey was away, so we took a hiatus. Um, she was. We uh, didn't mean to. We just couldn't make it work. She was up in the mountains with the mountain folk, um, doing mountain shit. Taking mountain shits. Taking huge mountain shits. Just like actually, no. There was actually a very long period of time when I didn't wasn't taking the biggest of shits, and it was actually really painful. <laughs> 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 I wasn't very regular. Everyone says I talked about poop nonstop, and it was true because it was all that was on my mind. It was like, why am I not shitting? Well, it it was all just. I can't. Never mind. I need to stop because I'll describe <laughs> it in full detail. No, please do. It just was. Of a liquidy texture. Oh, and that's I right. just, you know, yeah, I you told me that. didn't have my squatty potty with me, so it was just very, um, <laughs> I just missed diarrhea, cha cha cha. All the cafeteria food was getting to my digestive system. Insides. Yeah, you did, you did summer camp with the kids. Don't we, ha- gosh, why do you always say the name and I have to edit it out? <laughs> oh, we can't talk about it? Oh, no. Oh, that's right. Because our podcast is very adulty. Oh, that's right. We did, you did summer camp, though. I, yep. Yep. How was that? It was fun. The kids were awesome and it was a good time. The mountains are beautiful. Yeah. But I am tired. Oh, yeah, I took a, I took a day up there. That was a trip yeah. up there. Um, it was, yeah, it was really nice. That's a, that's a beautiful, beautiful like campus. It wasn't like, yeah, I could like a fantasy. Really. Yeah. I would totally take shits in the open. No one. I thought we were done. <laughs> no, I just want to. Yeah. I wanted to bring it back up. There was a cute gopher on campus. You could have pooped in his hole. Oh my God. Oh my God. That <laughs> sounded horrible. Gopher hole. That sounded, that still sounds horrible. <laughs> Okay, moving on from that, <laughs> another another fun what? fact about the gopher hole. <laughs> so uh, a group of kids at this camp found a dead bat, and they put it in a tissue box. What? And Just wait, just wait. Okay. And they told one of the teachers, like, hey, we found a dead bat, and it's in this t- tissue box. And the teacher's like, uh-huh, sure. Like, you know, you're just being dumb kids. And then he looked in the tissue box, and he's like, that's a dead bat. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they had a funeral for it. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my they, gosh. And they buried it, but they didn't really bury it because they just put it in the gopher hole. <laughs> they just put it in the hole. So the gophers like, what the fuck is a dead bat doing in my... Right? I don't, what do gophers eat? Do they eat... What do they eat I'm sure they're vegetarians. Like, nah, they probably eat like bugs or some shit. I don't know. Maybe. I'm, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they... Eat. I mean, whatever. I'm not an expert. You're the zoologist. Anyway, um, it was your birthday yesterday as well. Yes. Happy birthday. Yes, thank you. Bailey's the big 2-4. Oh, my gosh. I'm two by every four. year getting older and older. Ev- that's what happens when you survive for another year. Crazy. You oh get man. older. I was 23 was was old enough, I f- felt like. I don't know. You think that's like the cutoff where you should just I stop? I would have liked to stop at 21. I think that's when I stopped aging. Maybe. I yeah. mean, I think it was 12, but you know. Well, you know what? To each my their own. <laughs> when you shave, <laughs> it's like... Who's yes. that middle schooler? <laughs> yes. Um, Just kidding. That was I me. I bet you R. Kelly wish she had my voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <terrible>. wow. <laughs> All right. We'll probably edit that out. No, we don't. We never edit anything. <laughs> You're turning 30 soon, though, right? Yeah, I'll be 30 in oh, wow. less than a month now. How does that feel? It literally feels no different. It I mean, my, my, my back 
I, I feel back <laughs> pains now. I mean, if I'm being honest, like your back is like we're thirty. Yeah, like coming. hey, motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> you should work out. And then, oh and, I, and I and I need to work out. I have been trying to, which I I didn't do as much this week, but I try to do a hundred push-ups every morning, or at least before the day's out. Um, like in increments. No, just like. All straight through. I mean, not all the way straight, but yeah, like a set of twenty sets of. So like after you t- after two, you take a break. <laughs> and then you do two more. No, I can I can do about thirty in a row. Nice. Um, but yeah, I d- I definitely uh, slowed off on that because I started feeling like a little uh, uh, a sharp pain in like my well, you my shoulder stretch blades afterwards. You can't no, just it's do I'm it. talking about my shoulder blades. It's like a pinched nerve or something. Mm. Like. Mm. I you know I there's only one way to describe I mean to know how it feels and that's if you, I don't know I think that's what a pinched nerve feels like never had one no I think I have one on my back too because every once in a while when I'm getting out of the car I just like collapse <laughs> <laughs> because there's a I mean I use collapse dramatically but like mm. I'm like ah and like do like a Is crazy it your back? thing it's like in the middle of my back and it just like it just like ink like it's like right in the nape na- like. Right where my upper back and the bottom of the nape of my neck begins, that's where like the the pinch is, and I've been feeling it lately. Are you about to burp? Yeah, oh. sorry. You just did into the microphone. No. Act like you have class. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um. I think it's funny that we're talking about body pains. <laughs> like how exciting. How I, I mean. It <laughs> <laughs> people want to know. People want to know. Oh, I made a cameo in, in the movie we made. Oh, you did? I did. And it was, um, I'm a drunk teenager and I run into the lake and like jump into the lake and they have this shot it's just like of my butt. Like really? as I'm walking and it's just like cellulite, cellulite, boom, boom, boom. Like, Are you naked? I'm not naked. I'm like in a swimsuit. Oh. I was, we were supposed to be like quote unquote naked, but. Oh, that, that, what was this th- movie? It was a movie about summer camp and like all the debauchery that happens at summer camp. Not all of it, but you know. Oh, gotcha. That was a so really that like was a, a huge simplification. You're like of a bad counselor. Yes. Mm. Though I don't appear in any other part of the movie. Just that one. Just scene. because they felt uncomfortable with the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just because I asked because Ashlyn oh, wrote it. Ashlyn Stalling, shout out to Ashlyn. Her. Wrote Summer of Charlie, really great. Short Should film. you even? mention that since we're not, we're not talking about the summer camp at all you're right <laughs> <laughs> well Maybe that I'll out, blank it out you'll probably blank that but out but anyway um she was like i'm doing i'm doing a uh sh- streaking scene or you know a skinny dipping scene and i was like put me in it <laughs> put me in that scene but i want i want to do it i want to do it and then she i didn't think she would take me seriously and, and she did she's, and she definitely and then i saw on the call sheet and i was like oh oh did i shave today and then I had to shave. <laughs> That's uh-huh. funny. I um, speaking of, I'm in a show, and we'll get to what we're talking about in a second. But no, I'm also sure. in a show. show spring where awakening. Spring awakening. Yeah. Um. Anyone listening out of this? Thank you very much. We just had our opening weekend with on stage, uh, Atlanta. Indicator, um, right? Indicator. Um. If we're you guys are available, and and it's also like Scottsdale, Georgia, which apparently is not Decatur, but it is Decatur. Sounds like Arizona too. Yep. It's really weird. Oh yeah, Scottsdale, Arizona. Scotch I forgot about there. that. Scotch, Scotch, I, I don't even Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> Scotch That's there. not how they talk in Scotts. 
though. They're very like high class. Are they really? Oh, is that like the the posh area of uh, of uh, fresh and fruity? (laughs) That's Scottsdale for you. Yes, they are the IHOP of of breakfast places. I would say, as opposed to where where you're from, flagship is like the Waffle House. (laughs) What? What is flagship? I don't know. Where are you Flag- from? I'm from Tucson. I thought you said from Flagstaff. No, I went to Flag- Flagstaff. Oh, I said flagship. I lived there for four years. Oh, shout out to all the people from Flagship, Arizona. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's actually a fire there right now. They have, like, oh, people shit. Are, might have to evacuate. And that sucks. I know. It's a beautiful place. I'd hate for it to... Burn into flames? Yeah. <laughs> actually, I don't want to laugh at that. That. So no one else people left. Left. Well, there's literally only two people in here, so, yeah. so there's a 50-50% chance that somebody would more laugh. More presences than that. More presences. What? I feel more than one presence. More yeah. than two presences. I. Just stop talking. Is there a plural of presence? <laughs> a, a plural of presence. I, now you got me like hesitant on <laughs> saying presence. Um, no, but anyway, I I we did opening weekend. There is um, there is some brief nudity in that. Um, because the show, it's uh, yeah, a thing in the show. Do they have to stage it with the nudity? And it's always the same nudity. Is that like, is it written they in the don't. script? Like it left wasn't. breast out, no. right butt cheek out? Because I feel like every show I've ever no. seen. I think it. originally the butt cheeks were out, but I don't think originally the the boob was out. Well, in the original original, yes, it was. The original original, like the eighteen hundreds. No, no, I mean like the Broadway. No, show. well. It was never like written in. It wasn't like that oh, was a. Okay. I, that someone was told me the story because I think Leah Michelle played the character of Venla. That's and the she was just like, I want to show my titties. No, nice uh, I think it was opening night. Opening. That's a great Leah Michelle impression, by the way, as well. Um, opening night. I'm Leah Michelle. <laughs> Sorry. Opening night. <laughs> the director stuck a note on her on her like mirror dressing messing yeah and and was like how do you feel about showing your boobs <laughs> just as a opening question night? opening night Isn't and I feel she like was some like, like broadway bylaw about you that. know what i'll do it I'm, that's why he like asked it. like she didn't have to do it and yet she did so i still feel like that's a weird thing yeah i mean it is weird she was like freshly 18 or some shit like that so it's even weirder he was like, because like she's like she'd been workshopping this since she was like under eight, like sixteen or seventeen or some shit like that. So he was just waiting for her to be. So you say freshly eighteen? Is there like a not fresh eighteen? I don't know. Like I'm just saying like no. 18? I'm saying there was like you know two weeks she had turned eighteen. The two weeks prior to that, I have no idea. I'm just. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm being a dick. Huh? Yeah. So what dates are the shows? Um, they. R- I think it runs to August twenty fourth. August twenty fourth. Yeah. I'm so up until so up we until. have. So every, every Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday, and then there's a couple of Thursday performances, um, which I'm not sure. But if you go on On Stage Atlanta website, On Stage Atlanta, um, get your tickets there. It's a I'm great show. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, Bailey hasn't seen it yet. Um, Maybe Friday. But some I don't know, people is there a have day when other people are coming that I know. Um, uh, I don't know. You should talk to Matt and uh yeah, and, and the crew and see where they're coming. And I got some friends and oh, talk to Kayla. Yep, Kayla's number. You should get her number. Yeah, I have her number. I think. No. Well, maybe. Maybe. Oh, it's maybe in that not. group chat that we had. I might not have it anymore. No. But that's not. Did you delete the group there. chat that we? No, because I got a new phone two weeks ago. Yeah, but you, we were already texting when you had that phone. Well, I don't know. Okay, you'll find it. I'll find it. Anyway, I'll um, search into my heart and think of the numbers. <laughs> I know they're there, hidden. 
cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> awesome. Anything else you haven't talked about? Just a, just a catch up recap because you know I haven't seen you. Um. No. Oh, what'd you do for your birthday? Yeah, you didn't. Oh, I did nothing. Absolutely I s- nothing. I watched the show um, 90 Day Fiance, which is my, my new obsession because mm-hmm. I love reality TV. Okay. Um, I oh I had Mr. Taco. <laughs> okay. And I had Popeyes, so that was my birthday. That's beautiful, horrible actually. Food that That's was delicious. Not horrible food, but absolutely delicious. wonderful. It was That's great. I there was no chance of me moving that day. I thought I was. I had all these things planned. I'm really surprised that you came out today. Like when you were like, "Hey, let me know what time you want to do the podcast tomorrow." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I wanted to hit the ground running, so to speak. Well, I say so. You just gave. I'm glad you, you know you gave yourself that that whole day, and I it's your birthday. I gave myself a day to chill. I don't. I'm not a huge birthday person. I kind of don't like being, like making it a thing. Why? It's your birthday. I guess, but I just I think it's you're that whole expectation. I just having. I should do what? You sh- you're supposed to feel special on your birthday. Well, I think I I. I did, because I actually got a lot. Usually, I don't get a lot of text messages, and I woke up to a lot of text messages Aww. from friends, so that was really sweet. Um, people I hadn't talked to in a while, so that was nice. So that's the thing I like about it. For me, I don't know. I, w- I have this weird thing about birthdays. When I was, like, 16, I had a sweet 16, and none of my best friends went. What? And they never said, why not? And so and then it, and I realized, like, well, maybe they're not my best friends. Aww. And um, so I... Up until then, I still haven't. I don't really do things for my birthday. Yeah, I never really did anything for my birthday. The first time I did something was a joint party I had with my friend on my twenty-first birthday. Yeah, I did something for my twenty-first, but after that, I was just like, whatever. And then everything has kind of been like uh, everything that I've had. I think I had something when I turned like twenty-four, twenty-five, and it's just kind of like a oh, whoever's around. Let's go do right. something. Right, and I, I just want to make it low. Like, it's got to be low-key because you can't have those expectations or, I don't know, especially as an no. adult because you can't get people together to do shit. Sam didn't do anything for your birthday? He was really nice and let me watch whatever I wanted to watch. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but we're both really broke, so I basically told him, I was like, don't do well. anything. So. Well, this weekend. Maybe he's got something. Maybe the reason why he's broke is because he has a huge surprise for you. No, he's going to his family reunion next weekend. <laughs> Maybe that's the fake surprise. Oh, no, it's n- there's nothing oh. fake about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried for you, Sam. No, it's um. <laughs> I'm sure he's got something in the works. I something don't know. Something up it those sleeves. Matter. I'll probably forget that my birthday happened by next week. So You've already forgotten. There. Where am I? <laughs> that Oh, shit. In another life, my name was Miriam. Oh, you have shit typed up. I had a cow. I'm looking at this. What's yeah, going well on? It's not that much. No. Well, I'm We're trying to be better because I, I want to make our podcast more informative. So I'm trying. That to is, that's very informative. Okay. So I'm trying to well, get. Well, also, uh, what'd you print it out at? I have a printer. I've had a printer for a while, but I uh, finally got new ink for it. Like yeah, I don't last have a printer. So two weeks ago. So nothing I ever do will ever be printed. Just so you know. That's okay. I just work better with like physical things. Right. Um, I hate small screens and I hate. Like reading shit off the computer, mm-hmm. so it's bad for the environment, I guess. But sorry, no, it's okay. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god, that. did you see the new trailer for Cats? Uh, <laughs> I didn't because I can't. I just can't. That's uh, I did saw you, some was stills it, and I just was it you that sent me that meme? Which meme? That was like, 
Um, or someone sent it to me. I don't think I sent you a meme about cats. Oh, well, it was like cats is just um, uh, theater people. Yeah, (laughs) non-theater people have always seen. Like about uh, musicals. Uh, about mu- about this musical. No, and but I had friends tag me in it because yeah. apparently I'm the token musical friend of like all my f- other friends. That's funny. I, like it really is. It looks like there's a Snapchat filter on their faces. <laughs> well, I keep seeing si- and it's also like nothing like the actual musical. Like I keep getting side by sides of like the the cats in the musical and like what yeah. they are in the movie. Like it, it's like this cat with a beautiful, le- you know, the fucking extension leg extension all the way to her face and in the movie it's just like <laughs> below 90 degrees just like <laughs> the dancers just not even trying so oh well maybe they just got it in in motion you know she was true, she hadn't true. gotten up there you know the leg was out know. and then she was gonna move it but i have no desire to watch this movie uh, and i have no idea how they got the funding to make it um they got a bunch of head heavy hitters they and do like, uh, from all like Jennifer Parks Hudson, of life. Taylor Swift, James Corden, Gordon, Corden, James Corden, Corden. No, it is Gordon. Uh, James Corden. Gordon. Corden. Corden. James Cure Gordon. It just Elba, uh, freaking Jason, Jason Derulo. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Jason <laughs> Derulo. <laughs> what? Jason Derulo, just a bunch of. Uh, Random, random, and then that that Australian, uh, funny girl. Rebel Wilson. Yes, Rebel Wilson. God, her yeah. resume is so interesting. Yeah, and um, yeah, I've never Do wanted you know to see. She's actually it. she used to be a lawyer. Really? Has, yeah, she has like she could. Do law in Australia, like she could be a lawyer in Australia. Like That's she cool. passed her bar and everything. And when she did a, a movie with Anne Hathaway, and That's they like got Ken Jong, he used to be a doctor. Who? Ken Jong. Yes, no, yes, yeah. yes, um, yes. Um, hangover. Hangover, yeah. yeah. Um, well, she she just r- did a movie with Anne Hathaway, and they got an R rating, mm-hmm. and they believed that it was kind of sexist because they believe there's all these other movies that are PG-13 that make the same types of jokes as they do mm-hmm. with the same language. So she was able to actually talk to the board of the people that do the ratings and talk them down to a PG-13 because of her lawyerly... Ability, experiences. <laughs> Laurely yeah. abilities, experience. Uh, so I think that's cool because she's known as like this crazy, like funny, funny out out there, you know. Yeah, but she's. I mean, I mean, I think he, that's uh, like every single female. Funny people are smart, man. Yeah, it's true. You got to be smart in order. To I mean, funny. you don't you don't have to be, but you know, well, you got to see a different. Super self aware to be so, to be funny because you can't just be funny. It's actually pretty hard to be funny. I mean, there are people that are just like funny. That's true. But do you think you're one of those people? You think you're just funny? Yeah. I just walk in a room and I'm yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm fucking hilarious. I make them laugh. <laughs> um. Anyway, you want to get into it? Yeah. You want to start? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, we're talking about aliens today. Um. Because they're a hot topic. Right they're a hot topic, right? It was funny because we were actually supposed we to talk pla- about this. We were planning about this. And then this whole Area 51, Stormy Area 51, all these memes started coming. I was like, what the fuck is this coming from? Um, and I was like, this is perfect. Let's. Uh, also, just hilarious. Yeah, it is. There have been some funny, funny memes. And Wait, I should have had those looked up. Oh. Okay, anyway, Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, apparently, there's a guy that. Uh, that started a, an invitation to Storm Area 51. 
um, and I don't have his name in front of me, but it was like some college student. You can go do a good quick Google that Google Google. I can't say Google right now. Um, I just love like we they can't take us all they down. They can't take us all down, and uh. the, we're supposed to, they're supposed to all we. I'm, I'm already including myself in that. Supposed to storm it like uh, Naruto style. <laughs> you know that Naruto run, the the Japanese anime run that all the anime Is characters do. Is it Naruto do. or Naruto? I have no idea. I didn't watch that show. I just saw how it was spelled, <laughs> and uh, I tried to use my my uh, phonics <laughs> in order to sound it out. Nice. Um, I don't know either. Oh. That's I was I was asking you because you were saying it confidently, <laughs> so I don't know. No, you know that's just me. I just I just go with it. I really, I mean, like, as funny as all this is, I really hope no one dies. Like, no I one's going to no fucking do it. Come on. it's. There's going to be some people. That someone's going to try. Do. No one's going to die from it. They're like, they're already prepared. Like, they're not even going to get within, like, 50, well, 100 saying, yards. I'm not saying, anyone would ever actually get in. They're not even going to get a football field length close to the fucking area 51. It's going to be, like, you know, just fucking... Um, and since we're talking about Area 51, I mean, that's essentially, I mean, it, it helped me into finding what I was going to talk about, which is Area, Area 51. 51. Um, and just like where this whole, where this legend and, and the stories behind it come from and like the conspiracies that surround it and um, why people are so fascinated with it. I mean, obviously people are just fascinated with the idea of alien. I mean, the same reason we're fascinated. Oh, um, sure. But um, I just found that yeah, that was really interesting. And I was like, what is up with Area Fifty One? And Area Fifty One is um, is it, it's in Arizona, right? Uh, no. New Mexico. No. I think it's Nevada. You didn't even look up where it was. No, it is. <laughs> Hang on. It's not in Arizona. Oh, that's terrifying that that printer just went off. Oh. Why did the printer just go off? It's an alien communication. <laughs> You're right. It is in Nevada. I was, I was about to say, I lived in Arizona. Um, oh, it's because I was also looking up things about Roswell. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of alien activity and like Excuse sightings me. and things that happened in Arizona. And, and like that southwest western area of the world in the desert. Yeah, Why Roswell, the desert? New Mexico. I don't know, and that's always like what when you see aliens depicted in Hollywood, that's always the setting to well, the desert. Okay, so I wanted to look into like why, what is Area Fifty One? Why does it have this name? <laughs> Do you Who go started first? this? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I was gonna say you go first, but since we just started talking Area no, Fifty One, I think totally I should cool probably go first. Um, so, Area Fifty One is this area in in like nineteen, so nineteen fifties. President Eisenhower, uh, one of our great presidents—I <laughs> don't know—I'm <laughs> not damn if he was a great president—but um, he decided that he was going to authorize this top secret, um, this top secret, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, development for for this aircraft, which was the U. So a program to develop aircraft, yeah, like aircraft, new technology, yeah, new technology. That was, yeah, you know, so was this like the? D this is the whole red. Yeah. you know what's it? Or Cold War. Yeah, it's shortly the after Russians. the Cold War. Um, after? You said the 50s. Oh, it is during the Cold War. Sorry. No, you're fine. I was thinking World War Two, but what happened preceding that was, I mean, not preceding that, but preceding that was 
goes the Cold War. But anyway, so he he decided to authorize the development of these like special technology aircrafts, um, but they were supposed to be top secret, obviously, and they needed an area to to do the testing for them, um, where no one would know, you know. So they decided upon this area in Nevada that was pretty closed off, and it was actually near some other nuclear s- testing sites. So, because you know they had already been doing testing in the desert, so like they say that it it probably got its name Area Fifty One from one of the previous, like because they were designated by you know numbers. So that is how they said, like code. yeah. So that's how they that it it got its name was, or that's like one of the how they that's what they're saying how it got its name. So the nineteen fifties, and this is where the the first sightings of unidentified flying objects comes from um they were doing these tests with these newly um new aircraft these were planes that were able to go jets that were able to fly like 60,000 feet in the air and at the time a normal airliner could only fly 10 to 20,000 feet in the air so this is like at the top of you know they're like a blip in the sky. So you can't even really see what they are. So other pilots that were whether in Air Force, you don't really say whether they were in Air Force or just like pilots flying like commercial airlines. They started seeing these these objects and you couldn't say what they actually were because it is, again, top secret. Because it's like a, you know, it's like a separate part of the the military branch. You know, you got to have classification for this type of stuff. And oh, totally. And <laughs> that is what led them to um, government officials were coming out um, in the Air Force saying, "Oh, they are national phenomenons <laughs> and high altitude weather research." Like that's like that's what they were saying that they were. Um, so then they they ended the testing in 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 the late fifties um, for the new aircraft for the new aircraft, but it it still remained like a testing site for other air. So that was what they were testing was the U two aircraft, um, but then they ended that in nineteen fifties and but they continued to like develop other special technology from that and that's around that same area. So you're still seeing this these unidentified flying objects and it also there was there was no the the government never publicly would acknowledge the 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 site like they didn't uh, publicly acknowledge it until like 2013 when Mm -hmm. like some classified information or it became declassified information surfaced from the cia and that is when they were like oh this place yeah it actually does exist and we were doing stuff. That's so weird. <laughs> doing it's stuff. Like everyone knows. So it's that's there like and they a, that's like it. the the overview. The overview of like and for the the logical the person when, yeah, yeah. The, when you need like an actual what? explanation, it was like okay, this is what it really was. But because there was so much, they weren't talking. It, people were able to come up with their own theories and whatnot, and that's kind of how it came about. But. What made it kind of a, a, a phenomenon again, it kind of resurfaced back in the 1980s. Um, so, let me see. 
I want to say it was 1989. Um, this guy comes out. His name is Robert Scott Lazar, also known as Bob. <laughs> um, in 1989, he, he came out and he claimed that he worked at Area 51 Sector 4 and said that that it was located underground inside the Papoose Range near Papoose Lake. So, yeah, a lot of the sightings did come from this area called Papoose Lake. And there also was this myth that there was a bunch of underground bunkers and this whole thing underworking. And that's which there are. Which there are. Yeah, there have to be at least somewhere no, in our country. Sure. There there's is. some kind of there, underground there network. Is. There is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not I even going to like, like yeah. a crazy person. No, we're both crazy people. Um, so he he claimed that he was contracted to work with with alien spacecraft and that the government had had aliens essentially had alien space spacecraft in their possession. And uh, hang on, let me see exactly what he said because I got. So when he first came out, he did an interview with some news. Uh, who was it? KLAS um, TV station in Las Vegas. Um, in May 1989, he did an interview with George Knapp. Under May of 1989. S- yeah, May of 1989. Um, he did an interview with George Snap Knapp, excuse me, George Knapp, under the pseudonym Dennis, and his face was like distorted, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he could discuss the purported employment at S uh, Sector Four. Um, he said that the facility was adjacent to Papoose Lake. Um, which was located south of the main Area 51 facility at Groom Lake. And the site consisted of concealed aircraft hangars built into a mountainside. That's cool as yeah. shit. Lazar said that his job was to help with the reverse engineering of one of nine flying saucers. Bob claims one of the flying saucers, the one he coined the Sport Model, was manufactured out of a metallic substance similar in appearance and touch to stainless steel. It is in a subsequent interview with in November, uh, Lazar appeared unmasked and under his own name. And that interview was with the Joe Rogan podcast. Like very recently, he's finally come out as oh. like, hey, I'm the guy. That's that, interesting. Yeah. So we didn't know his up until I want to say that was like last year, maybe been this year or something like that. That It's all coming out lately. Yeah. It's been coming out. That he was shit. on the actual, which it's funny because I saw his face. I, I listened to and I watched the Joe Rogan podcast on YouTube, and I saw his face, and I, he kind of looks like Stephen King. Oh, I'll show you a picture of him. <laughs> kind of got a, I don't know, Stephen King. I can see that face. Um, so it feels like he would be in like this weird fictional, but also he is an actual scientist. <laughs> um, so Lazar claims that. Um, let me see. He claimed the the thing that he worked on um, had the propulsion. Uh, the propulsion of the study vehicle was fueled by atomic element one fifteen. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, or E one one five. Lazar explained that E one one five generates a gravity wave, which apparently is a, a cool thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, in addition, Lazar claims that during his onboarding to the program, he read briefing con- documents describing his historical, describing the historical involvement with Earth for the past 10,000 years by extraterrestrial beings or gray aliens. 
So we have a color to them as well. Well, no, um, gray is like the the term for really? the specific one. Yeah, I keep seeing it. I'm, I need to look up. Should have looked up specifically you what it have. is, but it actually I mean, it comes up in other places. Oh, it's like these these aliens. Gray aliens also refer to Zeta uh, Rotulicans, Roswell Grays, or Grays. They are the purported extraterrestrial beings whose uh, existence is discussed in ufological, paranormal, and new age communities. Okay. So we know. Oh, so it's like the classic big headed. Yeah. <laughs> black eyes. Um, that alien. Um, these aliens are from a planet orbiting the twin binary star item system Zeta Reticula? Reticuli, I think. I don't know that. Zeta. I think that's right. Reticuli. Reticuli, I don't know. Um, his story obviously garnered many media attention and controversy as well as supporters. Um, the scientific community, however, is skeptical of Lazar's claims as he makes them without any hard evidence or proof of what he is claiming. Yeah, that's pretty what tough. What is, what is undisputed is that Lazar first brought the secret test site, popularly known as Area 51, to the attention of the general public. Um, so, Lazar is like the guy that essentially made it like he's the whistleblower he is the whistleblower of the whole thing but he's not the only one because there also was another gentleman um who was a and this was in a 1996 document uh, that was directed by bruce uh is it burgess or burgess i don't know i think it's bruce burgess he, he oh, burgess. Needs, i guess we'll have to call him up and ask him um i know this director i've seen his name before so um, but he, d- he <laughs> but I just don't remember how to pronounce his name. Um, he directed this documentary called Dreamland, and he interviewed a 71-year-old mechanic, mechanical engineer um, who claimed to be a former employee at Area 51 in the 1950s. And he also claimed um, that he worked on a, a flying disc simulator, which had been based on a disc uh, organization originating from a crashed extraterrestrial craft that was used and trained to train pilots. Um, this guy's even weirder because he also claims to have worked alongside an extraterrestrial being. That's that's um, a far out yes, thing to say. That's a very far out thing to say. I mean, and not that any of this is The, the being's name out. was J-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm assuming that we gave him that name. Yep, probably. Uh... <laughs> Um, the My name is, is J-Rod. J-Rod. J-R-O-D. J-Rod. He said that he worked with a being named J-Rod and described that the, and was described as a telepathic translator. Um, See, that's interesting. Any time that comes up a lot with Bigfoot, that's come up a lot with yeah, a lot of mystical creatures is telepathy, not mystical, uh, but like those kinds of telepathic abilities to you know communicate because i guess the that's the only way you would be able to because language be, would be so intensely it's such a different. thing so if anyone like you know, like how did you talk to well they talked to me through my mind you know mm-hmm. like especially yeah um have you seen arrival yeah that movie is really that's cool. a great freaking movie i'm gonna um, have to watch it again because i might have to watch it because of this um, very interesting the way it talks about language and aliens but anyway moving on yeah so he described Oh, we've, we've gone past that. And then in 2004, this guy named Dan uh, uh, Burrish, um, and he had a pseudonym of Dan Crane, claimed to have worked on cloning alien viruses at Area 51. Why would you want to do that shit? 
Also, what the fuck? <laughs> he said he claimed to have worked with uh, cloning alien viruses, Area 51, alongside J Rod. <laughs> So J Rod's just been living at there. Area 51. Yeah. Either he's a prisoner. Do we need to? Do we need to liberate J Rod? Does that need to be the true but, like? But Burridge's Bur- um, scholarly uh, credentials are a subject of much debate, as he was apparently working as a Las Vegas parole officer <laughs> in 1989, <laughs> while earning his PhD at State University of New York, also known as SUNY. Um, so that is. Um, that Much, was like the that's heavily debate, debatable. So you have like these things of people. That's you what have sucks a, yeah. about the things that we're so interested in is because the people that speak on them are just like really unverified. Unverified, fireball, and it's almost like, especially it's the with the conspiracies. It's like a catch twenty two with them because mm-hmm. you can have someone that could be a whistleblower, but like all the government has to do is saying we don't know these people. You're crazy. <laughs> Like oh, they just you said delete you have this. Exactly, yeah. that's true. You have this degree at New York. Oh, guess what you were actually doing? Yeah, now you're actually working a parole officer. I mean, there's only so much that I, I, I right for maybe sure. with the whatchamacall, but this this other guy, the, the Bob Lazar, like there's even if he worked for the government, yeah, they could just be like he didn't do that there. They could be mm-hmm. like, sure, he worked for us. We don't know what you're talking about. That's, I mean, that's what they did with black people in, in the in the eighties, with the with crack. Yeah, and they were like, we don't know what you're talking about, and it was until like documents were leaked, and then they're like, oh yeah, okay, that was us. Sorry, yeah, okay, so maybe we did put some crack into the neighborhoods, um, and it was all to fund a fucking war. Um, so that's. That's like the the bulk of what I I saw, and then I thought we would just talk about <laughs> this fucking this n- resurgence essentially because it's kind of died up. Like there's been a lot of stuff about Area 51 and those great aliens. Uh, we had shows like Roswell and fucking the movie Area 51 and this documentary. Then um, there's so much there's so much information that that is out there that could be real or not real and it's so hard right. to to i don't know filter through that cuz all it takes is like one one non credible person i feel like and then you're able to just like discredit all of it and sometimes there is that thing of like i just thought about like this is another conspiracy you know they talk about like crisis actors oh for sure what if like the government is like having these like crisis like conspiracy theorists, and like they're out there just out to there get you just off to the just to get you set. off the trail and like this person is like oh we'll have them say that they believe in this thing and that and it's like all you have to have is that one person that that kind of um because the the idea that there's not aliens is really ridiculous because the universe that is that there con- couldn't be aliens that there couldn't be aliens that we're the only um life out there or the only intelligent life out there is pretty ridiculous because if you think about it the whole the fact that you know they always say the earth is this age and then humans only showed up like a second ago if you put everything into so if that's the case then that means what's to say that there's not human beings are some of the most narcissistic oh for sure creatures to ever like i need to pee really bad so hold that thought i'm so sorry okay so humans are the most narcissistic creature out there yeah we really are like 
the most narcissistic creatures like to think that like we no are Bigfoot, the only like there's, there's like no there's aliens, no there's nothing like us out there there's nothing like us we are the superior beings and it's so, in fact so because we were made in the image of god himself well how do you think god falls into the whole alien thing how do i think god falls into the alien For you, thing? do you well uh, do you believe aliens exist or no because I, I believe they I believe I believe definitely yeah in the, in the same way that I believe Bigfoot there's a possibility of it I mean I don't have any proof but there's no I also believe in that there is a possibility For me it's just more likely that there are than there yeah. aren't For me it's like I I do have this um the probability I mean I guess there there's a probability for everything but like mm-hmm. The alien life forms that we the people discuss like still have like this um, hominoid like humanoid. human like humanoid uh, right, we, we characteristics and it's like if there is an alien yeah if there is an alien like yeah just what makes us think like there's still that part of us is like we only if they're going to be a they superior being like they got to be like us you well know because I mean? they have to be different because they every there's so much diversity in the planets and the conditions we grew in the conditions that we had here on earth the, the right. only reason we're the way we are and the other beings are the way they are other animals are they are right. the way they are is because of the specific you know the atmosphere around us the, the heat of the planet you know all these other right. things so like if you think about the things that are going on on other planets they whatever is growing in those conditions is completely different because survival of the fittest means that you evolve to whatever your environment is so that's so who the fuck knows maybe there's radiation out the fucking vagina i don't why did i say that <laughs> maybe radiation's really high on one planet superpowers and, and it's really cold so you, so they can fly i don't know like it's like we, there's no comprehending what an alien could actually look like we could be and anything that's not not of us. this world is gonna be alien like whether it be like a bacteria right. or some like it's still still an alien you know what i mean um but even i can think of like just on this fucking planet the things that are like have right. such high intelligence but we don't because it's different than us like fucking octopuses are yeah they're so fucking smart they look nothing like us but these things are geniuses mm-hmm. like especially in relative like they may not communicate and talk in the way that we but if you were able to probably put like some sort of the technology was there communicate with an octopus yeah they probably can't talk to you tell that's probably, probably the like actual get, aliens get me the fuck out of this device they probably <laughs> came from like some other home planet and like it was being destroyed and they hopped in their like space pod and like landed in the ocean and that that is the actual aliens that we have among well us. i mean it still blows my mind that they can disguise themselves the way they do and like yeah literally change literally the, color, change the color they will change the shape like they're so aware yeah. of like things in the ocean they're like i'm gonna look like a fucking angelfish or i'm a coral now i'm, I'm a look coral this yeah texture on my skin that yeah. wasn't there before that's 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 so that other that's almost seems otherworldly and they can like fit into like a two inch hole yeah well th- well no fucking whatchamacall hang on one second we're gonna pause this <laughs> the point is yeah, aliens could be everywhere, and we have everywhere, and we have no idea. No fucking idea. I mean, you've seen the show Ancient Aliens, right? On the History Channel. It's been a long know. time. That show just literally is just like how everything, is nothing aliens. was, yeah, nothing was done by man. Well, 
like the pyramids or whatever that's yeah. supposed to be like, some kind of alien like ancient alien artifact or something yeah the Ma- mass the mayan aztec people that's all ancient alien you know like their temples and everything so it's kind of funny because they're only discussing people that aren't white and how i was about to say it's like which how brown is like people how, can't how brown people can't create their own fucking civilizations clearly <laughs> must be aliens the coliseum now, now that, that was a real thing. Yeah. By that time, we've already done the technology. The white people had figured it out, um, but not these brown fucking brown people. Black and brown people, fuck that. No. That did it way earlier. And that way did it way better. way earlier, way better. Well, Couldn't they were sacrificing yeah. people. Yeah. They were barbarians. Yeah. Couldn't have been them. <laughs> <laughs> it was they, the aliens. It was the fucking aliens. Um. Um, but yeah. Um. And then obviously we talked about this whole resurgence of seeing what's actually at area 51 for sure well and it's even more than that um i saw the thing that made me start like wanting to do aliens on our show um are you gonna sneeze no my i think this cat hair is getting to me oh i I forget that you're allergic Mm -hmm. there's cat hair on my microphone i have to speak really close to it so it's like my throat's starting to itch oh wow Mm -hmm. just be better i guess with your body just like better suck a dick anyway so well there's just like nowadays it's like it kind of seems like we're leading up to something because it seems like there's Mm. more and more substantiated ufo sightings there's more and more people who are like talking about it like it's not some crazy thing anymore um the thing that got me into ufos or like that my first thing about ufos i remember staying home sick and watching a documentary about um, f- the Phoenix Lights is what they're called, I guess. So it was a UFO sighting in Arizona. But <laughs> I'm just trying not to smack, trying not to smack in the microphone. I'm so hungry. Well, the thing that's so interesting about these sightings is that they take place over a 12-hour period, and th- it starts in Nevada. And the thing, the the UFO kind of moves from Nevada through Arizona down towards Mexico and you can actually see the sightings and the cr- like see them in chronological order of like people calling the police or people like claiming you know their stories Wait, is this line your, your your topic, right? Okay. This is one of my topics. Okay. It's a short one cuz this is just like something that got me into it. But anyway, the story the way the stories line up is is chronologically like you know at a certain time and this happened March 13th, 1997, starting at 7:30 a.m. kind of ending at 10:30 at night. So you can see, how, like, the progression, starting in Nevada, then later on, you know, Arizona, cities in Arizona, right. then other, you know, Tucson, Arizona was one of the last places. And it was, and it was a bunch of different people in all of these areas. And every single sighting describes this V-shaped, this V-shaped object with lights. Okay. Like, in, so it's like V-shaped like this. Like a flock of geese? Yes. And then there's lights. Dangling. D- not dangling. You just Just see underneath. Them. The thing that was creepy about it, though, is that it flew relatively low. So it looked huge. And it was blocking out the stars. And you can see the stars in Arizona and in Nevada because there's a lot of cities that have low light. Or we really like to see the stars. Oh, <laughs> so, like, there's, like, yellow. Sweet. Like, in Tucson, it, we're, like, a low light city. Like, a light, low light pollution city. So, like, our all of our street lamps and stuff are, like, yellow. Okay. So you can see the lights. It's, like, a whole thing. Anyway, maybe I'm thinking Flagstaff. Flagstaff does it, too. But 
So it was it was low to the ground and, and it was blocking out the stars, but you couldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. And if you ever like, I live next to an Air Force base. If you ever hear, airplanes are freaking loud. Oh, very yeah, loud. the airplanes are really loud. When you like, obviously, when you when see they're an flying air, low, when they're, especially when they're if flying they're flying low, low like, they're really loud. Obviously, if you see them on the sky, you not, don't necessarily hear them, but. I would hear airplanes all the time growing up because we lived just a couple miles from Davis Monthan Air Force Base. Right. Well, at least when I was, like, younger. But, so, yeah, so that's part of it. That's kind of weird. So this object that's huge, flying low, making no sound. In a V-shape. In a V-shape. With these lights. Making no sound whatsoever. Making no sound whatsoever. And there was um, also a couple sightings of these orange lights, but those were um, explained away. And that's the thing that's kind of hard about UFO sightings is that there's drones now. There's all kinds of um, military missions where they do things. Do you, another conspiracy. You think those were created just to just to throw people throw off. people off the scent? I mean, maybe. Um, but here's one um, here's one sighting testimonial or whatever. Okay. From the Phoenix area, and this is Bill Grainer, a cement driver hauling a load down a mountain north of Phoenix. He said. I'll never be the same. Before this, if anybody had told me they saw a UFO, I would have said, yeah, and I believe in the tooth fairy. Now I've got a whole new view, and I may just be a dumb truck driver, but I've seen something that don't belong here. <laughs> what was his name? Bill Grainer. Bill Grainer. And no one in Sounds Arizona great. talks like that, so I don't know why no, I did he, that. Well, he's, he's a trucker. He's a truck passing. driver. Yeah. He's a dumb truck driver. All truck drivers sound like that, no matter from New York to Alabama to Arizona. And um, so this happened in 1997, but apparently there was another sighting in 2007 and 2008 or something yeah. that they came back. And there was a, the senator at the time, let's see if I wrote his name down. I don't think I did. Something stupid. Um, he <laughs> said that he made a huge joke of it and was just like, nothing happened, whatever. But uh, when the second time they came around in 2007, he's like, I saw them oh. and I can't believe that yeah. I saw them. I saw them, and it was a thing, and now I believe that there's things other than us out there. Oh, man. So he took it back. And then the last fun fact that I found about this is that Kurt Russell, the actor, actually mm. saw them. He called them in because he's a pilot, and he was oh. in on that day, he was in the middle of flying his son to see his girlfriend, and they were flying over Arizona, and he saw those lights, and his son spotted them and said, Dad, is that supposed to be there? And he was like, nope. So he had to. he called it in. Huh. Yeah, and the Kurt Russell, this is something he recently said in an interview. He just, like, dropped it out of nowhere. Shout out to that Kurt Russell like, for being a believer. Guy that he's, like, one of the people that called it in. So that was kind of fun. Um, but when people say, like, for an explanation that it was just um, two airplanes flying in forma- formation, just making a V, but there's actually, there's no record of that flight path for airlines or military r- formations. So unless it was like some sec- top secret government thing, yeah, which again, I mean is possible, which is possible, um, but it could also just be a top secret government alien thing. This is true. So, so that's I. Wa- I remember watching a documentary about that that was a lot more thorough and had a lot more um, stories of people and a couple of really grainy images that have since been lost. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, so that's what that was my start in ufology. Ufology. That is what it's called. Yeah. But re- more recently, so yeah, what yeah, what what brought it, brought it up? More recently, I saw a tweet from this actor. He's the guy that he wrote and was in um, the Big Sick. Is that what it's called? The Big Seek. Big Sick. Or like the Long Sick. I don't know. He was on. It was an Amazon original movie. 
Uh, oh, it's about an uh, Indian guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's, they're called Sikhs, remember. right? Okay. No, 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 they're no. Called it's called the Big Sick, like S I K S S I C K. Like it's about someone being sick. Oh, oh, it's a play on like sick. They're called sick. No, there's not a play on anything. It's called. It's just like the Big Sick. Because he's Indian. No, but it's not a play. I know it's not a play. Well, no, no. I'm saying like oh, it's, it's not. It's not has any. It does not have anything to do with like Hindi. Like hey, what What does it have to do with? Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Seen what is it, it about? It's about a girl that gets sick and the guy like has to take care of her but they were broken up before she got sick it's like it's called the big sick like her sickness oh wait she got like she's in a coma I, did i just assume that it was about you did oh that that's fucked up man damn i feel bad <laughs> I was trying to really hard to you were trying to trying to help you. me out here and i'm just like no it's sick you know because you know he's indian no. damn no allusion to that at all sorry to my indian listeners listeners <laughs> and i think he's actually pakistani but anyway uh even worse damn wait is it the camille kamal camille yes. that guy yeah well he was like he tweeted and he was like the aliens are real guys and like we i keep seeing articles about it on the new york times and no one's talking about it because so much crap is going on with trump and i was just like you're right that's funny because there are like so many more articles about it like there's this one from may 26 2019 um that is talking about Navy pilots who have been reporting unexplained flying objects when they're flying. When they're flying, like be- it's became like a really big deal um, from March 2014 to 2015 in the East Coast. So there's been a lot of sightings in the there's past. There's been a lot of sightings. Well, they um, there's pilots have said that there's been daily sightings. Oh wow! Daily sightings from 2014 to 2015. Because that's how. And these guys have put their names out there, like Lieutenant Ryan Graves. He's an, um, a super Hornet pilot who's b- who was with the Navy for 10 years. Um, and he reported the sightings to the Pentagon and to Congress. And he said they would be out there all day. They would be um, going really – he said, like, they kind of look like spinning tops. And they would be, like – they would accelerate really fast. And they would go really, really high. And there would be no, f- like, exhaust. There would be no, like, chemical tra- – there would be no trail wow. of, like – um, anything, any That's sort. That's fucking crazy. Or like things would show up on their radar, and sometimes you know things just show up in your radar because it just hits on something <laughs> that's not necessarily there. Like I don't know, but they like it would hit on the radar, but then they'd also have an infrared hit, but then there'd be nothing there. Like when mm. they would fly to so that naked exact, eye. they would like set their coordinates to that location. It's and probably Wonder Woman there. and her Totes. invisible aircraft. But it got to the point where like one of them almost ran in like it almost collided and he could see it go right past him like these like yeah like these and and no one's talking about this shit well not the not the media like not the media the the media's not talking about they did they became so numerous that in 2015 um the navy actually came out with a new protocol on how to report them because it was happening so much so they were acknowledging that it was happening but here's the thing is that you know when you think of ufo like you might think like alien activity but the government's also thinking like russia china mm. you know new technologies from other right. countries they're just saying it's i mean because ufo doesn't necessarily mean that's an alien it exactly. just means like it's it literally is an unidentified flying object we don't know what the fuck it is but also like the tech the things that these guys are talking about these things doing like if other countries have this technology then we're fucked yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's for real for sure a thousand percent we're fucked um but the, uh, but there's also you have, yeah i'm sorry no you're if fine. you could just like if you had a a a, a, a spacecraft or not, spe- but like an aircraft that could fly without being detected or heard or fucking showing up on your radar or like or go really really fast. Go, out yeah, of go nowhere. out of nowhere where they, 
they hover and then they just take off at like you know mm-hmm. there's there's like zero to a thousand speed i don't know and they're moving faster than speed light because they're not even making a fucking like sonic boom or any fucking thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. like or speed of sound i should say um that's crazy yeah that's absolutely crazy totally um so but there is a you there is a there was a UFO program in the Pentagon that was created in, twi- in 2007. It wasn't technically a UFO program. What they called it was Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Wait, what? They called it the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. The Advanced Aerospace Identification Program. So basically the threat of like... Also known as APE. I was just trying to think of like the acronym. <laughs> like <laughs> Ad- A-TIP. A-TIP. It'd be a tip, a tip, a a t i p, a tip. Oh, a tip, yeah, the a tip. Um, so they got about twenty-two million dollars to fund this program, and it went mostly to this guy named Robert Bigelow. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> Robert Bigelow. Bigelow. Whenever I think of it, you know, Deuce Bigelow. No, check it I actually watched part of that movie last night. Did you really? I really did. It. Yeah. Was it? Was it good? I've no. never seen it. I've just know it's not good, but I mean, it's like funny, stupid funny, right? Like there's yeah. Rob Schneider. I heard he's horrible to work with. Really, yeah. that makes me sad because he doesn't. He's not that interesting. No, he's like some also like conservative like. It's like you guy. should. You're not allowed to be that yeah. to work with. Yeah, he's like some weird conservative type thing. <sighs> and yeah, hmm. it's only that real claim to fame is was that movie, and then like Adam Sandler. Everything Adam Sandler likes him, Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, Robert Bigelow is basically, he's like the Tesla of, or like the Elon Musk of, of NASA. Like he's, okay. he's the guy that's funding all the private stuff to go to the moon. Like cool. he's, like if we ever in, invent, if commercial air, you know, space travel becomes a thing, it's because of him. Oh, I but thought it would be because of Elon Musk. Cause he's well, also he's been, he's been in the game for a long time too. So maybe oh. it might be like a, one of the other two, but like he's. But he, the thing about um, Robert Bigelow is he believes that he absolutely believes that UFOs are an alien thing. He believes that aliens. He and but the thing is, that it doesn't really diminish because he has so much money. It really doesn't diminish his right. reputation. Right. He still works really closely with NASA. He still does a lot of things. But yeah. I- anyway, like someone believing that they get right over that check. Who the fuck cares? Like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll look into it. <laughs> but the <laughs> government like, can I build for this cool, five awesome years fucking thing? was basically p- paying him to look into UFOs. Um, that's dope. So, and that was in two. two th- they why won't they do funding. that with Bigfoot? I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> they gonna. Lost I'm gonna find a way to put Bigfoot in every podcast now. Nice. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> um. So they lost funding in 2012, but it said that the people that are part of it feel passionately about it still, so they still do that work along with their other Pentagon duties. Mm. Um, which leads me to believe they probably were onto something. Like scientists don't work right officially. The reports is that they didn't find anything. Right, but there was, was something there enough for them to want to like continue the work. And also, who knows? Like, who, like so, it might have been defunded, but then also like more secretized. You know, mm. maybe like this is a thing that was created, and they did find officially, something officially, unofficially like, closed. I mean, and this and because I mean they lost funding in 2012, but then these really crazy sightings for the Navy started in 2014. So that's only two years yeah. later. Officially, we're closed. Unofficially, keep doing what you're doing. Right. Or so we pass it on to to other people. I don't know. But 
one thing that I really want to look more into is Robert Bigelow because he did a lot of research at Skinwalker Ranch, which is the one thing I was telling you about that I yes. want to tell you about. Yes. Not right now. Right. Because it's it's a whole episode in and of itself. But um but just a little brief synopsis. Basically Skinwalker Ranch is this place where all these insane things happen. It's a ranch um where there's been cattle muni- mutilizations, crop circles, um lights randomly showing up, orbs all on this one ranch. All on this one ranch. Things like they'll they'll be doing research and trying to they think they've caught it, something on camera, but then they go through their footage and like one by one their cameras shut off at right at that moment and oh, shit, shit like that. Like it's it goes pretty deep and you could talk like I'll probably do like a shortened version cuz there's other podcasts that like are just about it. That's literally all they talk about. That's funny. So or, or interesting. Not really funny, but Funny and interesting. So way. yeah, and then Robert Bigelow put a lot of money into trying to figure out what happened, what was going on there. But now he sold it for, he bought it for like two hundred thousand dollars, and then sold it for like half a mil or something, a lot more. But now, like, you can't even get on the property, like anywhere near it. It's locked down. Like, there, oh, the shit. roads are blocked off. There's no way to get there now. So he bought it for two hundred thousand. Yeah, and then sold it to someone else for like a lot more. Oh. Because probably because of all the publicity for what he was doing there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But there's just crazy. I'll have to. Now was all this stuff going on while he had the ranch? No, this was before the family that That was there, who owned that place. Like they only sold it for two hundred thousand dollars. Because they wanted out. Because they were being like terrorized by whatever was going on there. Like their dogs were being taken away. Like there's at least one story of they're here heard rustling in the trees, which was something that would happen a lot, and Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be like there was wind or anything. It was just like this section of the forest would just start moving and their dogs like there's one time when his dog went to go chase it and then he heard this really loud noise and like this really big spray spray of light and there's no dogs anymore no dog noises no like yipping like well he heard a big yip like howl yeah and then it was and then no more noise he went to go look and right at the tree line like real like right past the tree line where he couldn't see his dogs anymore there was this really big patch of burnt area of burnt ground oh that's fucking and he never saw his dogs ever again. I feel like I'm around a campfire right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then he never, never saw them again. Dogs again. <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? They're coming out with that show again. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say about... Oh, I just want to um, be that rich. Where I can like invest... Just fund whatever yeah, you want. Fund whatever the fuck I want. So mm-hmm. much would be gone into Bigfoot <laughs> research. So much would be gone into aliens. I can only think that sounded weird. Aliens. Yeah. Well, do you think that's already happening, though? Like, if there's, if the government is, like, aware of aliens. The government, I think the government totally is aware. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's, like, it really is a need to know. On a need to know basis. There's, like, a sect well, of the of branch knew? of government that no one knows about. Like they they definitely didn't tell Trump <laughs> about this branch he might of the be government, one of the aliens. and it's like you know what the president they they give they say when the pr- new president president comes in they give them all the classified information that's out there. Like there's probably that part of the classified information where they're just like, and this thing exists, but that's all you need to know. <laughs> right. Like he just is aware of it, mm-hmm. and that's that's all they they get to talk about, and they probably say something like, "We're just looking into the possibility." You know what I mean? But, like, they fucking know. Like, aliens are out there. They have the technology. 
um, we're trying to figure out how to use that technology. Um, there is some sort of interaction, which makes Men in Black also more relevant, at least the movie. And it's so funny that I would, I should have looked into that. I totally forgot about it until this moment. Hmm. Um, Men in Black. Kayla oh, was talking the Men in Black. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, no, we should definitely have her back on for because she's heard of that and to talk about that oh sure um, sure sure um but yeah i i think that all of it is is known by somebody there's somebody in our government for sure that well but what's the motivation to keep it away from the people like do they just i wonder if like we just i think can't they really the think they uh, they think that or? like it's for the better good that people won't be able to and again i think that's also because people like that'll question there's so many things that religion government like there are a lot of things that help keep order Mm -hmm. and if you and it's also because people think what is norm and like if you have things that break that norm like there was i had a friend who um was um super religious and like religious was like his thing and like he moved away and like um he started to question like he started seeing the world, you know, uh-huh. you know, there's and things that he thought were like fact and this is real because the Bible says it and it's like even with me there were there were there was like that moment of like you kinda don't know what to do, especially when you're brought up and thinking and believing that something is, is what it is. Um, well, for me, I was able to like come and have my own come in the middle. But for some people, it's like really depressing, like right. and like they can't handle not having their their norms broken or like what they think society is. Like they like their box, right? I think that's what you know. Well, do you think they would be a threat to us? Aliens? I mean, if Why they were, they if they were a threat, they would have been a threat. You know what I'm saying? If you're being like clearly they they aren't. There is a, I do have that theory sometimes. I'm like, what if like sometimes like yeah these these viruses and bacteria and things that come. What if they are alien? What if that's like a thing of a chemical warfare of that that type of caliber? That's just like those are again like you said you think about things in human form, but if a, a parasite that is. We're thinking it's like from this world. If it's otherworldly, and that's why it affects us in a way that is not. Well, do you? Have you never really answered my question about Christianity and aliens? Oh, do I? Well, I just. Oh well, because what if like, did God create aliens? Well, yeah. Is if God that's an alien? Is he? The, is that what aliens what? are? A celestial race that's way <sighs> above us that we can't even comprehend? Um, I don't know that. That's even, that's definitely outside my box and like how I fit it in. I've never even thought about how to fit it in, honestly. I don't know. Like, I think that. Not trying to put you on no, the no, spot. No, 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 no. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, honestly, I haven't, I haven't thought about it in that extent. Um, to that extent. Here's God. <laughs> He's making a box. He's making pantomime, and then, but really, he's outside the box, and then everything is like inside of it. Inside is the it's universe. It's like we're the terranium, yeah. right? He's we're like the adding terranium. Little things in. Um, 
Well, here's the thing. If you think about God as like this, I don't know, man being that's like a master puppet. I don't know. But I I see that God now as like an energy and like um, Christ is just like this other form of that energy that was trying to tell everybody, hey, um, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> that and that's and I use Christianity for like my moral type of what I'm call. I don't think about it in that in that in the spiritual way. In that spiritual way, like I don't see aliens into that fitting into that. Yeah, I yeah, my Christianity is for my spirituality and for my you know morality and like you know helps me be a good person and live my best life. Um, aliens. I've never had to equate them into that. I'm just like, they probably do exist. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how they fit into this whole thing that we call the world. And that's another reason people really, really reject the idea is because... It doesn't fit into... Yeah, again, like you said, it doesn't fit into... Because if aliens exist, then what is Christianity? Mm -hmm. And what's the point of it? If, But also, again, they're thinking about... If you think about aliens as like being these other creatures that are like humans... It's like, well, then there's another being created in God. And if you think of yourself as creating God's image, which means you're basically God, and then you find another creature that's like you, and it's like, then I'm then I'm not I? like God. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know, I'm not the only one. I I can't call myself superior. Right. Because we're narcissists. Mm -hmm. We are. Totally. Hmm. Hadn't... Didn't have to do that deep dive of thinking before. <laughs> Thank you, Bailey. Um, that's what I'm here for. That's because that's what's interesting to me more than like if they actually came in and what are aliens made of. For me, it's just it's more about I don't know because the universe for me is so spiritual, and the whole expanding of a universe and how there's black holes. It's it's the most it's terrifying, exciting thing of my life. Like if I weren't so terrified of space travel. I would totally be an astronaut. I think that shit is so interesting. I think space travel is so interesting. I love science fiction that talks about space. It's like one of my favorite things in the world um, to be depicted. I Now, what scares you about space? Oh, just the vastness of it, the nothingness of it, the, you just, I guess, the meaninglessness that can be of it. Like, uh, the idea of is it the being so far away from anything that you can grasp. You're in a ship... Like, I, I, you know, read books about long-term voyages to other galaxies, and it's like, what do you do when you're five years between the next planet, and you're just in, there's nothingness mm. all around you? That's a scary-ass thing to think about. Or, like, if you're, or, like, one of the movies that I really had a hard time watching. Gravity? Gravity. Yeah. That was a rough one for that sure. That one was tough. Especially the that moment time. they were so smart in like how they use like no sound for things. Because mm -hmm. that's what it would be like. Because that's what it would be like. There's nothing you scre there. Screaming into space. How would you feel about doing those like those like um the walks? No, the um the thing, the like the pool where in darkness, where you just like are in a room and they put you in like oh this the non sensory thing. Yeah. I think I'd lose my mind. I think I'd be one of those people that had it would had an instant panic attack. Mm. Do because people have those in those? Oh yeah, totally. Or like, haven't you ever heard of people that go into I know those rooms that are that like, like negative decibels, and then they like can't, they can hear their like, they can hear their heartbeat and like hear the blood rushing through their veins, and then they freak out. Oh yeah, someone was. I saw a thing where like um, 
I want to say it was like a BuzzFeed thing and the BuzzFeed people were doing it. And like all of them said they experienced it was like this out of out of body experience because you felt like you were just nowhere, nowhere and in space. Because you're like not it touching was like anything, yeah, yeah. you're not hearing anything, you're it not seeing like anything. It was like you were just consciousness, which is like a weird thing to think about. And I did think I was like, man, I don't know how I don't know how I would react to that. Um, There's this really cool series that you need to watch um, called Love Death Robots. On oh Netflix. yeah, I kind of watch. So I watch some of that with um, with Matt. It's really good. Every episode is awesome. Yeah. Um, the first episode was my favorite. That's on Amazon Prime, right? No, it's on Netflix. It is? Mm-hmm. Love, Death, and Robots? I thought mm-hmm. it was on Prime. Anyway, and no, I don't it's know. It's on Netflix, but there's this one. Um, and they were, like, really s- short. Yeah, they're just a bu- it's a series of animated shorts. They're Yeah, animated shorts, yeah. Not, like, cartoon. Hmm? Not cartoon. Well, it's, like, different types of animation. Yeah. Like, every single one is different. It's all uh, different people making them. It's just animated shorts or, like, CGI shorts. This is Love, Sex, Robots? Love, or Death, Robots. Or Love, Death, Robots. There's one with Topher Grace in it, right? With the, in the they Inside their fridge is a... Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the only one that d- that isn't animated, but the most oh. the majority of them are animated. Gotcha. And there's, like, 15. That's the one I saw. I was like, this is cool. They're, that one's not even the coolest. You have oh. to watch them all. I mean, they're all really awesome in their own right, but there's some that are just, like, whatever, and there's some that are just, like awesome amazing Mm. um there's one about this chick who's floating through space not like she's attached to something like she's attached to a spacecraft she's on the outside doing something Mm -hmm. spacey um when she gets detached and she has to try to get back towards that oh it's it's so it's so intense it gets the the climax of it and sorry this is a spoiler um why are you telling me this i want to watch it okay never mind but it's just the things that she has to do to get back it's just things i wouldn't even think of because at that point there's nothing because the way um physics work in space like even if i touch you you won't stop if i touch you and you start going you won't stop because most the motion will continue it will keep you going forever until like you actually physically hit Hit something else or get pulled back because there's no friction because friction is the only reason no because there's no air there's no resistance. Oh. Space is airless. Space has no resistance. So, there, so energy. There's no gravity. There's, there's no, no nothing. There's nothing pulling you in any direction. So if you get pushed, like if I poke you, you can go forever in one direction. Shit. That's scary to think about. It's terrifying. So people couldn't come back to get you unless no. you were connected you to them already. To, you would have to figure out a way to put the energy forward to flip yourself back. Oh. You would have to do something. You would have to. Okay. But not necessarily. But even if you're doing that with your body, you might just go back. Oh, but be spinning. still, be be spinning but just backwards. But you would have to figure out. You would have to do something that would propel you forward. That's why it takes, like, it takes so much energy to get up into space. But once you're there, you don't really need anything, and you can just like slingshot the gravity of like other planets and things. Because mm. it doesn't take much to propel Could you. Could you like put your hand behind you and like run into yourself? No, because your hand is moving with the same energy. Like it's uh, like you're in a car. You're like when you're yeah. in a car and you're I just was, going. I was I was trying to think. I was. <laughs> and you'll have to watch it and see yes. how she does it. It's pretty intense, but. But that's why I'm terrified of space, because there's it, there's nothing tangible about it. it it's literally the. It's, the ex- it's like nothing. It's the existence of nothing. So that's why it tears me. But it's also the most glorious thing I can think of in life. Like to be able to look like. 
when people get to look down on Earth from space, I think that'd be the coolest shit ever. Mm. But also the most terrifying. Oh, there's a word for it. And I learned this in an English class. Sublime. That's the word. To be in awe and terrified at the same time? Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, that's a good word. Mm -hmm. I never knew that's what that meant. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it actually being used. I've read it. I've seen the word. (laughs) It's a weird thing to say. I have to take a shit. Oh, that's great. Where are we at right now? We're at 116, but I have nothing else to talk about, so we can wrap it up. I don't have anything else to talk about. Um, but I want—I do want to talk to you about Skinwalker Ranch, and everyone tell us about what you think about UFOs and things. And Yes, please. People comment, like, tell us have what you, you think. Have you been... Oh, we should talk about alien abduction at some point. We didn't oh, even touch on that. Oh, we didn't even touch on that. But that's okay. That's, that can be another we topic. We didn't even touch on alien... Yeah. Um, that can be part two. That can be part two. We'll make a part two to this. Um, there was no research done in alien abductions. No. Um... And that's definitely something we gotta. Oh, we gotta have witness Damn accounts and man. all that stuff. All right, well, thank you guys. Thanks thank so you much, for everybody. Up a week before getting new stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. In two weeks. Thanks for being weird. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>